Welcome to our e-commerce podcast series, investigating the fundamental economic basis of Apple iTunes. This set of podcasts is part of an academic project for Net 205 Internet Commerce and Consumers at Curtin University in Western Australia. This episode looks at Internet Business Basics. In an interview conducted with Dr Peter McNamara from the Quinn School of Business at University College Dublin, he explains a successful business model in three points. Firstly, a business model needs to be a clear expression of how the firm will serve the customer. Secondly, a business model needs to have a profound understanding of how to extract profit from the service. And thirdly, a business model needs to consider, in a realistic manner, what are the resources and capabilities necessary to perform this service in an effective and efficient way. During the same interview, he proposes that a successful internet business model is equally as reliant on these three principles as a real-world business. This dependency comes despite a massive increase in internet-based business throughout the 1990s, the founders of which were counting on internet businesses to create an entirely new economy that would render traditional models of business unworkable. iTunes trades as a bit vendor, meaning that it differs to rivals like Amazon as it trades solely in digital product. In reference to the three points McNamara identifies, iTunes satisfies all three. Firstly, iTunes serves its customer by providing free software that allows users to preview and purchase digital media files, manage their media collection and export their collection to an array of different devices. Unlike its competitors, iTunes does not force ads on their consumers. It provides a service for free and gives customers the option purchase content if they want it. Unlike subscription-based models, iTunes users are able to browse content at their leisure, sample tracks and obtain free products. This freedom makes the idea of purchasing a track or album more likely. Apple also made it easy for customers to purchase content from a variety of devices, iPhones, iPods, iPads and the desktops desktop software. Content is synced to one location or account and customers are willing to pay for convenience. Apple's confidence in their capacity to continue to develop iTunes and all its associated hardware as a market dominating product is well founded. As long as they can maintain the profit margins of the last 10 years, resources will not be a problem. The changing business paradigm. Internet business models have succeeded by keeping true to these established principles, but also by revising the methods in which they aim to fulfil them. In new media, in an introduction, Blue Sites Batterhams acknowledge differences between the old and new business paradigms. In this case, it refers to the differences between old economy, where focuses on the physical means and methods, and new economy, where weight is given to innovation and ideas iTunes fits into the new paradigm, taking advantage of the opportunity that the digital and technological revolution has provided. Apple, in their creation of iTunes, have capitalised on the benefits for both themselves and the consumer, which is reflected in financial and market share success. 
Apple's e-commerce strategy has meant that their product, iTunes, is offered worldwide and is available at low cost for purchase, transfer and reproduction. The benefit for customers is access from any location, anytime, through a network location. Virtually instantaneous receipt of purchased goods and an increase in product available to them. Gauging the success of iTunes. The unique feature of iTunes is that it has been designed to exist as a partner to Apple's other products. Non-Apple software and hardware certainly enjoy more flexibility in terms of compatibility between different brands, particularly when Apple had digital rights management protection on purchase from the iTunes store. But none interact quite so seamlessly with iTunes as Apple's own hardware line, a sentiment even voiced by Steve Jobs, who called the iTunes software part of a duet. Apple regularly update their soft hardware and software in tandem, rather than as completely separate entities. This integration helps maintain iTunes 70% share of the digital download market. Perhaps the most innovative move Apple made was to design hardware devices that allow digital purchase to be made direct from the device, including a way for users to purchase without entering their personal financial details. In terms of market share success, iTunes is consistently the market leader, not only in digital downloads, but in all format music sales. In terms of fiscal success, iTunes has done extremely well in capturing consistently higher profits than that of its nearest rivals. Apple's 2012 quarterly financials show that the company is enjoying tremendous success both from their hardware and iTunes divisions. Almost every hardware device sold by Apple has the ability to operate iTunes. And whilst iTunes is not the company's largest moneymaker, it contributed to around 6% of Apple's 2011 profits, around $6.3 billion. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please take the time to listen to the other podcasts in our e-commerce series.